appreciated just to be off the cuff. Off, yes, as it were, off the cuff. Um, hey guys, how you guys doing? <laughs> oh, it hey, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're on, we're recording, right? Um, it's me, it's Rojan, Rojan Kincast. How you guys doing? With me, I have <laughs> Caleb Barge, the only guest I've ever had. I yeah. keep having him back. Recurring guest. The people have been just crazily they've been chanting my name uh yeah they actually have been which is weird yeah outside of my house yeah and on my voicemail really yeah you you still check your voicemail what do you mean still no one does that (laughs) anymore you're acting like nobody does that well yeah we don't have that thing on your phone where it's just like an instant voicemail to you you don't have to like call the number anymore Instant. Oh, yeah, like on iPhones when you can. Um, yeah, you just play. I'd sw- after I switch from iPhones, yeah. I'd yeah, because I don't even I don't even call my voicemail anymore. Also, just read it. also, it's just like voicemails are pointless at this point. Hey, call me back. Bye. Right. Yeah, yeah I saw that you call me. I'm gonna call you. That's I'm true. I'm already staring at the phone nonstop. That's all true. Day. I guess. Yeah, I guess in the future you wouldn't need voicemail. You wouldn't need phones. Really, you know what I mean. You wouldn't need. Mm. You would just have. Yeah. I guess. Uh, well, I, a voice popping. What I was head. saying, yeah, we, we were talking about it last night at our um, show. It's not, I don't call it a phone. I call it a computer that calls people. There That's what it is. There you go, everybody. Caleb Barge has a show <laughs> at Barcord every third. third oh shit! Monday? I just, is it I, third Monday? Third Monday. We're gonna switch every though because we don't want to. Second Monday. Every second Monday. Yeah, of, uh, of the month. Mm-hmm. We're, I think we're gonna switch it though because we don't want to compete with football. Well, there you go, football. You win. You hear that? <laughs> We're going to hell. Football. Podca- We're going to hell. Show. Comedy, comedy show. show. We're going to hell. Defeated by the NFL. Yes. They took a, a knee and decided to run the clock out. And we failed the coin they toss. Did not. And whatever other football metaphor you can come up with on your own. <laughs> I got a concussion. <laughs> we, got con- we got concussed. You got concussed and decided to take the second week. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you can't you know, compete football, with football. Always wins. Don't do that. Yeah, don't try to compete. Especially a bunch of unknown s- comics. Yeah. Being like, hey, listen to me talk about my penis. And then it's giant professional dudes killing each other. Not killing each other, but basically. Oh, okay. football's got, <laughs> football's got <laughs> Go kind of pussy. Football they, has gotten that, pussy? Yeah, have you seen, like, if you any tackle that happens, they can throw a flag out and be like, because there's no head diving anymore. Oh. You I don't know, dude. I don't know anything you don't about know, football. You don't know anything yeah, about, I don't football. Know shit about football. Rojan so is. Rojan is. Uh, he doesn't like sports. Yeah, I'm not a big sports fan. Big I used to be fan. a very big sports yeah. fan, and then I, um, I, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. There's other stuff to worry about. Yeah. I think it's very. Uh, just, it's a lot of. I tried to follow football again. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it keeps you occupied, and but that's not. I mean, I like. Uh, I like MMA. I like. I don't uh, like that. Fucking UFC and shit. Oh, did you hear about this? The MMA fighter that was uh, um, oh, yeah, that dating Christy Mack, the yeah, porn yeah. star, he beat the shit out of her. And in the article, it's like, she's like, well, he's beaten me before, right. but not this bad. And then there's pictures of her on TMZ because TMZ is a fucking piece of shit. Took go. a picture of her. her she, you, It's unrecognizable. Yeah, he beat the shit out of and her. And he cut her hair with a. That's like some animalistic. Oh, he also like made her take a shower. Like he did, like basically held her captive. And He's like, take a shower, shit. which that's like the weird. What kind of rapist is like shower for me? I'm sure a lot of them do. I don't to know make you a take lot. a shower. Yeah, what you think? It's like put those bubble, <laughs> put the shampoo. You on were you. in a position <laughs> where you were raping people, and I wouldn't. Like, you know, I'm not gonna. 
I almost just went. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go into that. Okay, but it's kind of weird to be like, yo. Take a shower. And she's like, no. Oh, actually, th- this raping, though, is a good segue <laughs> to <laughs> what the introduction. This is the introduction for uh, my interview with Lucy Steiner. Um, so that's that's why I was saying the rape oh, yeah. is rape. Not for raping her, <laughs> but because yeah. she talks about, she accuses us Man. of rape Man yeah ra- she, people she says we rape um i guess Which, I, don't, I don't think yeah. no i don't think I've so. n- no i know i mean, never have <sighs> see that's the thing is that like where who wh- what is the definition well i mean that's technically rape if you have sex with somebody who's legally intoxicated and you're not okay I, i'm pretty sure i've done that i've done that too yeah but I've never used force. I mean, you know, but that's know. not the real definition. But if the girl's like, oh. I want to have... S- and first of all, I've already hooked up with the girl before. It's right. not like I go into the bar. No, I've really never... The girl has always... I've already hooked up with the girl before. So it's like, it's okay to do that. Like, when she's hammered, drunk, and you pick a... It's like, it's it's preying on the weak. It really is. It's just like, mm-hmm. she's hammered. But also, I when a girl wants to go home with me, she's usually in the right sense of mind. If she's... F- Fall like I've seen dudes trying to take girls home that are falling down. Right, like See, basically should not. Why would you? That won't even be fun. Right, it's because they just want to fuck a dead body, basically. Right, there you go. Because they're they're bad people, and um, yeah. What's <laughs> the fun in that though? Some girl, it's like borderline about the puke. There's no fun in that. No, the yeah, sex I, is gonna be horrible. I don't think you're. We're not. It's not a good conversation because no one's going <laughs> to, I'm not going to be like, well, you know, though, <laughs> there could be some merits <laughs> to fucking a passed out girl. I mean, you know, there's, you know, you could do whatever you want. But like, that's my thing. It's that's my logic when looking at it. It's like, I agree. why, why yeah. would you even want to do it? I don't know. First of all, it's, it's absolutely wrong. It's 100% absolutely wrong. And secondly, second of all, whatever. Second of all, that's the way, correct way to say that, right? Second of all. Yes, um, it. it's just not going to be enjoyable. Yeah, to me. well, that's morally I and I'm, I'm the same. Like I can't um, enjoy expedi- sex expeditionally. If, if the <coughs> girl I'm with doesn't enjoy it, then I don't get anything out of it. You know what I mean? I it's like I can't just like if the girl's just like just do whatever and like <laughs> yeah. zones out. Like that's I not going to do it. You're like for me. Yeah, you want a girl to be into it. Like yeah, yeah fuck my but pussy. That's why I think. Um, fuck my <laughs> Or not, I think, but that's why they say uh, what? That's why they say rape isn't a sex thing. You know, it's like a it's power. a power, power thing because it's not about what turns you on. It's about no, it's like, about the power. It's about I can do this. Yeah, you know? I can yeah. do this, and you don't want me to. And then you yeah, that's live. weird. It's kind of worse than killing in a way. It I is worse like, than killing because you're like good, now you can live. Well, you live. You, there's you know, no reason to ever rape somebody. Hmm. Is there? See, I'm a firm believer in no absolutes. I wonder: is there a reason? Why would there, there be a reason to rape? What if somebody? Okay, rape I, is I, the word. Rape, rape. I would rather somebody kill me than rape me. I understand, uh, but because you got to live with your what if your, your butthole. So would you <laughs> sacrifice your butthole if somehow you could save like a hundred people, their lives? No, fuck them. <laughs> so you would not. So a hundred no. people have to die. Hundred so people. So I'm not. Uh, okay. How many people? Yeah, but I'm not gonna. How, yeah, how but high like, I'm not gonna go William Wallace on the shit and be like, ah, freedom, and then get butt fucked. <laughs> I'm Ever, not doing it no for a hundred. No matter what. No. What about a thousand? This is kind of like. This is kind of <laughs> like. This is kind of along the same questions. Like, would you li- would you suck a dude's <laughs> dick for a million dollars? It's like, okay, no, would no, you no, take butt rape to save a hundred people? Like, I wouldn't suck a dude's dick. For a million dollars. No, I don't think I would do that. But I, I think I would suck a dick 
if I had to save someone's life, like this person, <laughs> fuck like, them. Really? I would find out. I would, would find them. out everything about wow. them to make sure if if it was worth it or not. But what about the million? Would you do it for the million? No, because probably most of them are stupid. Wait, would you get ass fucked for a million? For to save a million lives? No, for a million dollars. Well, it depends on what race they were. For a million? <laughs> really? That's no, what it depends I'm just on. Kidding. Dick I'm size just, matters. I'm just kidding. Oh, white people? Yeah, I'll take. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's hard. You know, trust. You know, this is not. This a is a weird official record. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Lucy Steiner <laughs> is a comedian. Person, I am a lady. Hello. I'm here. Hi. Hi, lady. Hi, uh, lady. So, yeah. Hi, Lucy. I mean, hi, sir. You're not a lady. I didn't know if you were talking to me directly or if you were addressing the audience in general. Um, (laughs) Who is only one lady. Probably. The audience is one lady. My aunt is. (laughs) Seriously, my aunt in California is probably the only one, and she kind of can't speak English, but she loves listening. She's a huge fan. (laughs) And she always gives me good feedback, you know. <laughs> she she always, uh, yeah. she says that she'll like listen to it falling asleep. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah she's just, yeah, it's, it's not the, really taking out the ground. Oh well, it's so hard. It's so hard to do that. Ants are so cool. Ants are great. They're man. just ants like always great. with you. Yeah, I have nine ants. Oh, on one side. Oh god, of the I wish I had nine ants. I only have. I mean, I have a couple ants, but I only have one ant that's been real close to me in my life. So yeah, um, everything you do is just fabulous. Yeah. It's, it's just great. like I'm taking a shit on a piece of blue paper right yeah. now. They're like, oh, that's like, so. That's probably the color contrast on there is probably so great. Yeah, it's like that's so modern art. That's yeah. So like, <laughs> how are you doing? So great. Um, but joining me, everybody yeah. on the podcast <laughs> is Lucy Steiner. Hi. Lucy, hi. Say hi. Lucy Steiner is a comedian, fellow comedian. She's also a filmmaker. I just discovered. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you uh, for that. Yeah, well, yeah oh, I thought you had a, an addition. Okay, she she has verified that statement, and um, also she. Oh yeah, so she's a comedian. She's taking this crazy masochistic journey. For some reason, she's compelled, like uh, so many of us, maybe, to go on stage and talk about herself or yeah, vaginas or whatever it is vaginas. that dicks and stuff. Yeah, dicks but, going into vaginas or out of them which or out of them. Which is a lot hasn't been done consensually or not. Ooh, oh well, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Well, You've already no, it jokes? does. I mean, oh, it in jokes and in life. In jokes and in life. Yes, yeah. but well, less the penis is coming out of the vagina. That's way not less likely. I think penis more, is coming out. I mean, not more in life in like the fifties, and probably now it's like equal parts in life and in jokes. Are you talking about rape? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, w- I was just talking about <laughs> yeah, the sorry. literal idea of a penis coming headfirst out of a vagina. Oh, out? Out first yeah. out of a vagina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't ever see that. Like, like, like growing out of a vagina? Or just, yeah, somehow there's some kind of portal where somebody <laughs> sticks his dick somewhere and it goes through a portal and the portal actually goes out of a woman's vagina so that the penis is actually coming out of the vagina Unless a dick first. was... Also, if a dick was so big... That it went through. There are children here. I know. By the I know. Way. We're, it's okay. We're podcasting in an area where there are. Where children. there are a lot of children. We're There's going a to fat a fat kid s- trying to go down the slide right now. It's pretty awesome. They are all Chinese, so we're going to just assume they're they can't like understand. They're that fat kid on a slide. Holy shit! Oh, that's all right. That's intense. It's part of their culture. The child world is intense. Yeah, it is. I would. I'm so glad I'm not part of it. A kid once choked me on a on a playground. Like, like an angry, like a five, like 
like, yeah, yesterday. like yesterday. Just, I was uh, so scared yeah. that I got on my knees to his height and let him choke me. Wow. No. Um, no. That would actually be, at this point, I don't think I would even be a victim. I think that would just be like child molestation. It like would be BDSM a weird form of it, though, where it's like you're not doing anything to the kid, but you're yeah. involving the kid in this weird relationship where he yeah. strangles you, yeah. <laughs> where you allow him to strangle you. But you're the abuser. But you're the abuser in this situation. Yeah. And that's really weird. It doesn't block out his memory or anything. It just makes him feel weird. It makes him feel like, question his identity as a peaceful man. I like, mean, he'll probably <laughs> be really into choking girls or guys or whoever at he has sex point. with later. I mean, if it somehow becomes sexual, yeah. most likely would be at some point. Becomes a weird sex thing. Probably. But, but for now, it's a weird cycle of abuse that yeah. you perpetrate. <laughs> <laughs> by brainwashing <laughs> this poor child into strangling you. No, but yeah, I, oh, I got choked when yes. I was like, when I was like uh, nine years old, I got no younger even. I was like, I was like probably like seven uh-huh. and another seven year old was like, I remember he was at the top of the slide and I was at the bottom of the slide and I said something to piss him off. We were just talking shit at each other, like uh-huh. me from the bottom of the slide, him from the top. And then I remember he just, like, jetted down the slide and just started, like, choking me. Unprovoked? And I just started kicking him in the shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were talking shit. Oh, you were talking. So it was, like, a fight that escalated to where he decided to act. Yeah, it was a verbal fight that escalated into a physical fight. Do you think, have you ever engaged someone, like, started it? With someone physically? Have you ever been that person? That like hit people? Yeah, or strangle or whatever. Whatever it is, you know, just no. cross that line. You ever cross that? No. Yeah. When when I was a kid, my thing was like verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Was like I was kind of a bully when I was like a little kid. Uh-huh. Like I'd call a kid a fag and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I'd be mean to them. Right. But um, kids like me, probably. In my <laughs> kids, like, <laughs> kids yeah. like me, most likely. I don't know. I, well, it depends. Were you? Uh, did you have like a speech impediment when you were a kid? No, no. Now, Honestly, to be like, honest, I wasn't. Well, I was um, never popular, but I was quick-witted. So right, I right. always managed to be get on the side of the bullies and find someone weaker. Yeah, if you could um, defend yourself verbally, generally, right. you were cool. Yeah, and then you could bully somebody else and deflect yeah. the bullying onto that person. <laughs> So deflect, I understand. The pain, deflect the pain that your parents inflicted on you yeah, to exactly. some innocent kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, yeah. And just, yeah, like, it's like the eye of Sauron or whatever. You know, you're, like, making <laughs> right. it look somewhere. You're like, look at that fat kid. <laughs> Fuck that guy, not me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you would do that. So you talk shit to that. this kid. He slid, he slid down the slide, started throttling your neck. Yeah, yeah. And then you were kicking him. I was kicking his shins. And then like the memory just blanks out and then i remember i was like telling my parents and they were like well like and i remember they were just kind of like weirdly underwhelmed by the fact that like Uh another human being just tried to choke their daughter Uh that's like like, the one thing i probably want to choke you too (laughs) i probably would i'd probably do that if you said that so you actually have missing time though i oh yeah i have a lot of missing time that kid could be dead like you could have gone flown into a rage and killed that kid (laughs) murdered him buried him in the forest yeah. concocted this whole story and then you'd have no idea yeah wow probably yeah okay well yeah this could be used against you in a court of law my entire childhood could have been like just spent in juvenile prison like without my knowledge and now oh, yeah yeah i actually yeah. think about that that i maybe i was like in an institution or something so like there's just stretches of time where i'm like yeah oh, I don't know. or do you really have that you have like lost time a lot of lost time you not not lost time but um Sometimes I like rely on my memory so much that I start thinking like, 
maybe it's not like because you know you like tell yourself like this is how things things went down this is what happened when i was this age. and then i started thinking wait a minute what how do i actually know this i just right. have convinced myself that and so i feel like oh i could have just been fucking imagining it. i could have just been like you know yeah in some room somewhere maybe i needed help maybe i was like sick yeah. or something like all memories kind of take place in that like overexposed kind of world where it's just like everything's it's almost like i'm i'm remembering this it's almost like it's like i see it almost as like a color thing like the more overexposed you imagine mm-hmm. something physically mm-hmm. to be sure. the less you can really be sure that that was a yeah. real thing that happened yeah i i think so it's like uh, it's like dreams like there's some dreams where i feel like those are real those are actual memories yeah. but then like there's no way in reality I, like one of my most vivid dreams is there's like this naked lady riding on a giant slug <laughs> and she she was like the queen of reptiles and insects like somehow I knew that and there's no way that's true but it's very vivid like that's one of my earliest memories is having is having that dream this dream yeah mm. this like really weird it was kind of sexual but really slimy and gross too. it was like this weird mixture of like uh, gross things and forbidden things and stuff and like it seems so real but I can't like even picture her face I just the yeah. idea seems like it, it's like it's just as real as like a birthday or something you know right what I mean? yeah more exciting yeah that's sure. a pretty weird dream Co- queen weird. of the reptile how old were you when you had the uh, fuck like five or something five, five really yeah, yeah like young yeah i think the worst i think the first like fucked up dream i had was we were on some like country road as a family and we ended up like staying at this family's house mm-hmm. on this kind of like middle of nowhere street and i remember just like the, the dream was that we were like staying overnight with this family and they were really weird and they looked just like really poor and like and like you know like they had teeth missing and stuff and then at one point like the mother the matriarch of the family like led me into a back room and there was just like there was a baby they had this like baby that they called baby john <laughs> okay and baby john was just this like dif- disfigured monstrosity who was just like yellowish and like and had like what looked like I think you know what I think I had just seen the elephant man ah. David Lynch is the mm-hmm. elephant man and the yeah, baby yeah, yeah. was like this yellow like baby with elephantitis and like Ooh. all this shit mm-hmm. yeah and then that was it yeah and then you're like oh look at that baby and, and then you like, woke okay. up <laughs> no oh no actually the, the climax of the dream the emotional uh-huh. climax of the dream was that I like touched the baby and then she was like ah you shouldn't have touched him and like it was like it was I was like now under the impression that this is going like, to spread now me. you have elephantitis or whatever yeah like, oh okay so that sucks yeah i read i watched a lot of movies like when i shouldn't have watched them really as a kid. i um because my parents were into movies uh, so they just let me yeah my dad is actually same here my dad was really into movies and i'd watch things that i really shouldn't have watched yeah. and he'd like to actually take me to like he lot he liked um like foreign movie he liked like hong kong movies and shit and like um he, I remember watching some like it's like a John Woo movie. So it's basically like people just getting shot everywhere, and I was definitely like same eight five six, some like in that range. Right? And I have this vivid like recollection of this man getting his head blown off, <laughs> like his <laughs> he's bleeding. It was like it's like the like you know he's gonna get shot in the head, and then it like cuts to his face, and then the blood runs down, and it was like it's so fucking visceral, like to a little kid, and it was on the big screen too, like so yeah, yeah I, I totally understand. 
It's bad. Very irresponsible. <laughs> Very irresponsible <laughs> parenting. But Very cool. Cool, yeah. Because it gets you into movies. Yeah, yeah. Actually, at the same time, yeah, I feel like, you know, that was probably what made me interested in, in you know, movies and shit like that. My dad, you know. One of the first movies I remember going to with one of my parents was my mom took me to see The Exorcist. <laughs> when, when, it, when it was re-released. Oh, really? <laughs> in like, wow. uh, in, I think it was in like 2001. Oh, yeah. I remember that. They had a recut. They did like this recut of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it yeah, had yeah. like basically the part where she was crawling down the stairs backwards yep. had been cut. Yep. Because something fucked up had just happened before it. Yeah. But they decided to put it back in yeah. for the re-release. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you saw like both these like terrible things happening yeah. including her walking down the stairs backward with blood running out of her mouth yeah I'm trying to remember when that i think that might have been right after the party when she came out yeah remember and she just like pissed herself or something right after like she a, pissed herself yeah. and said you're all gonna die you're up there die. yeah yeah like yeah. two minutes later she's walking down the stairs Sweet. yeah that's a great movie it's an I'd, awesome have you movie. seen it recently have you seen it i mean it's not that long I, ago but i watch it probably I watch it at least once a year. Oh, you do? It's one of my favorite films. Oh, really? Yeah, me too. I, it's like, I would point to that as like my favorite horror movie. I mean, it's one of the only horror films. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge horror buff, like uh -huh. a horror film fan. Uh -huh. And as a, a horror film fan, you have to put up with a lot of crap, like yeah. a lot of B-grade right, shit. Right. Yeah. Just in hopes that it might be yeah. a little bit Something better. There. Oh, please. Yeah. Like, every horror film is going for The Exorcist. Like, you only right. get an exorcist, at least in the United States. Sure, sure. Other countries are a little bit better about it. Like, yeah. Japan makes pretty good horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the United States, you only get a really sweet horror film, like, maybe once every, like, 50, 60 years. Yeah. And The Exorcist is just one of those films that it's just, like, it's a brilliant drama with, like, great actors in it. Mm -hmm. And it also just happens to be terrifying. Yeah. And really well directed. I mean, in fact, Willem Friedkin is yeah. a great director. Is that? Um, yeah. No. Yeah, I like the ex. Um, like when I went to I went to film school, and my um, one of my professors, he was super into The Exorcist, so he would like yeah. we. Actually, um, I guess technically I wasn't in the class. It, it was so kind of culty. It was weird. So I was like allowed to audit, but I wasn't actually <laughs> in the class. But they fucking watched The Exorcist and talked about every single shot. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome, but it took 11 hours. Yeah. It took 11 it's a hours. Movie. It's, it's like a, three hours. Well, any movie, if you watch, look at every cut, you're going to talk about it, you know. And he, yeah. so I had to leave, but it was like the, one of the things I remember was about like every time they go into the bedroom, it's shot differently. It's like escalating the tension of the, the movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like fulfilling the narrative of the movie. So it's not just like a shot of her going. It's like every single time it's like um, the shot is more intense or shot from a crazier angle that's or true. there's a lot of movement or something, you know? Like, yeah, that's a it, good point. Yeah, he's so it's you know what it is? I think you're, you're right. It's like people love horror, but. They don't necessarily have maybe the skill set to execute like yeah. a top level film, so there's going to be just like a lot of B level stuff. You know, there's going to be a lot of, and not everybody can be like a great director and a great writer. Yeah, it's true. Know, and and, and horror maybe is just that like horror is such a niche thing to begin with, that like you know most drama directors aren't going to be great directors. Yeah, so it's like that. you add a new niche to that that's even smaller. Yeah. Then it's like it's going to be even, you know less films that are it's great seen as like well it's like comedy kind of like it's like not really respected you know what i mean yeah, it's kind definitely. of like entertainment for the masses or yeah. something but horror and comedy i think actually are like very connected i feel like there's it's like a lot of the same um yeah it's a lot of right like i mean it's a really it's a pretty and this is probably why it's 
doesn't get a lot of respect is that like you know ostensibly at least you're going for a really you're going for a really visceral reaction Mm -hmm. and you're going for kind of you know at the very base of it you're going for one reaction right like in horror it's fear and comedy it's laughter right 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 um obviously the best comedies and horrors don't just produce that right um but yeah it's like man the exorcist is like one of my favorite and you know it's weird like i'm seeing now that it's not really it hasn't really i mean it survived like Mm -hmm. among people who love film but like it hasn't survived the way that I would have wanted it to survive yeah. like with people where it's like people are watching like I was with I was with friends one night I remember and like and they were watching and they had told me earlier in the night that they weren't really into the movie they weren't really into the exorcist <laughs> I was like and you made them watch it you were like, like what are you kidding <laughs> I was like taking it yeah, yeah. personally <laughs> too personally well you know what it is it's like people nowadays are not they don't have the patience to watch a movie like yeah, that with patience. a narrative and because it's like they want everything is just like boom 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 in your face and deliver you know what i mean everything's just like bang bang and like uh you know I, I like when i watch horror movies now what's the last fucking i watched like the conjuring which was okay it was okay because they had decent acting, but it was kind of all right yeah. it was dumb it was just like in the end you're just like really yeah you know it was just like it was and it was like this weird religious thing going on it was like yeah. weird christian shit going on and it was like um and then it kind of turned like almost cheesy generic where the wife became like the monster and they fought or they fought the little girl. Or, it was like yeah. a like a fight scene. And so, I don't know. So like I feel like it's at some point executives come in and they're like, you know, this is boring. We got to snap it up. <laughs> you know, can we add a can we add more cuts? Like, can we what yeah. can we do? Make it snappy. You know, like I feel like there's a lot of pressure now to be commercially successful. Yeah, definitely. And all this shit so that like you can't let somebody make a movie. You can't let it like. I guess it would be like you'd have to ha- be like Christopher Nolan, like somebody who commands a lot of power in Hollywood to be like, I want to make a horror movie, but I want to do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to make it slow. You know, none of this shock shit. I want to like, you know. Yeah, it would have got, to be like a big name. Yeah, because otherwise, no one would be. They would be like, ah, it's kind of a risk. Like this is, you know, they they would think of it as kind of a risk. But yeah. anyway, you're listening to uh, Inside Cinema with uh, Lucy <laughs> Steiner and Rojan Kim. Um, I uh, oh, dude, yeah. I so. Um, you talked about you were on my show and you talked about Bill Clinton being a rapist oh yeah so that really like um, I was intrigued by it so I looked it up and it's actually really crazy very interesting because there's sort of like official accounts of Mm -hmm. things and then there's the more like it's hard really hard to find uh, sources that aren't buy it like they don't have some agenda like right wing the conservative things or like well it was like more uh like alex jones had a whole thing about it or whatever but like um yeah it's it's very fascinating actually like how uh there's this like the one woman this woman juanita yeah something who like in the 70s she said that he raped her and like then, in a like, hotel room yeah. yeah like in a hotel room and like he bit her lip yeah he bit her lip almost like tore it and he was like you should put some ice on that he was like you should put some ice on that like he like and um and the accounts of the shit and then she had this whole account of how like hillary later after that a couple years after she was still there in the working for him and hillary came up to her and shook her hand and looked her in the eye and was like i want to thank you for everything you've done for bill and she was like everything you've done and then, like, and then the article goes on to talk about how she, like, wrote Hillary the letter, this letter back about, yeah. like, this is it. But, um, 
But anyway. Was that all in, that was all in Hitchens thing or that was like it was scattered around sources? That was. Because the, the first, th- the first time I ever even heard about it. Uh-huh. And, and this is what makes me think like, you know, maybe this has some legitis- legitimacy to yeah, it yeah, because yeah. like. It was almost like the media, even during the media firestorm uh-huh. that almost got him impeached, uh-huh. it was almost too perfectly not focused on the fact that he was accused of rape right. at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was so focused on, on the consensual sex mm-hmm. that he was supposed to have had with an intern. Um an 18 year old intern yeah. who was destroyed because of it, even yeah. though he's the most powerful man in the world and she's an 18 year old intern. But it was so focused on that and not on the more violent accusation that I was almost like, like why wasn't like this, the story. And, and when I actually heard about it later on through Christopher Hitchens, I was like, this is just weird that this wasn't the headline. Yeah. And, it makes me think that some really nasty shit went down. Oh yeah, and like, and that this guy is just a piece of shit. Well, I mean, there's, um, I guess, like, I'd see, I don't know how true a lot of this stuff is, but I read about like the the Arkansas State Troopers right, um, right. would have a thing about like, I mean, it was just known. They just knew. They just yeah. knew. They'd have like be like who's next that's what they would say to each other they're like that's how like often it was like a thing but oh, we don't i don't know if it's true or not but like nobody when i think about there. it nobody was there yeah that's the whole thing but but when i think about it you know how there's all those accusations of him and hillary killing vince foster for the whitewater do you know about that like this i've never dude, heard of any of that oh dude you should look up the it's the murder of vince <laughs> foster is like this so eight turned like, you into full-blown no no no, conspiracy but, theorist? no no because this has actually been out there for a while really like i've never foster heard thing. yeah the Vin Fo- uh, vince foster thing was um okay this dude who's a clinton aide he died i think it was alleged that he knew something about some uh they kind of connected to this whitewater thing or some kind of property sale thing that he like knew something about it and that's why the conspiracy people say he died the official story i think is that he was either murdered or he killed himself but they found him <laughs> they found him at the scene of, uh, in his car, and it was uh, clear he was in the driver's seat, but the coroner said that he had been dead <laughs> before arriving there. So there's no sign of blood anywhere. Like he had been killed somewhere else, <laughs> put in the car and put there and made to look like it was there. But there's like no evidence that whatever happened to him happened Holy there shit. at all. And then, so like, but then they were like, eh, whatever, you know, they, they just don't, they don't yeah. follow that shit. So like, then what, so when I think of that, and then I think of all these like allegations of rape and think about, you know, and then just the dude himself, like how nothing ever stick, nothing, nothing ever stuck to him. Like any accusation, like, but I, it doesn't make, yeah, you're right. Like why couldn't they get him on rape? Like why couldn't they, like how powerful is this guy? Like, or why what? wasn't it even like a why didn't question? It come up? Yeah. It didn't even come up. Like, and then is it just some kind of weird good old boy network? But, you know, I mean, this was still about 20 yeah. years ago. Maybe they were just all like, we may want to rape one day. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I, like right. we don't want to fuck it up. So let's get him on the banging the yeah, 18 year old. Republicans don't want to go that far. Yeah, we, like, we don't oh, want to go down the. Or Clinton might. He's dirty enough to be like, I know a lot of you like like to suck dick. Right, I'm going right. to crap. And, you know, like, I, I mean, it's probably that dirty. Like, the way I think about it is like, because have you ever seen like House of Cards or whatever? Oh, or yeah, yeah. That shit. Like, you know. I'm sure there's a lot of. Now I'm thinking that that guy might be based on. That's what I mean. It's like it's actually toned down. This is actually a toned down version of real life. No, but like maybe it is that ruthless. You know, maybe it's that ruthless where it's just like you're. um, I'm sure it is. I mean, if that if anything 
it doesn't, it's never like surprised me when anybody in any position of political power does something evil or shitty. Right. Like it shouldn't surprise anybody. Right. You know, it's like, it's what, cause what kind of person wants that? Right. Like what kind sure. of person wants yeah. you that be much power over other people? Right. A dick, probably. <laughs> Some kind of. <laughs> what about the Pope? Like the Pope, the even fucking the, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Who wants? I want to rule everything. Or like you know, like the Pope, like the old. Even well, the new Pope is kind of cool or whatever, I guess. But the old Pope yeah, was I like guess he's okay. totally down with. Yeah, the new Pope is only there because the old Pope. They had to get rid of the old Pope. Yeah, the old Pope couldn't <laughs> even get last. A hippie in here. Well, I don't. Know, I think something went down where they're like, he's got to step down. Like you know, like because apparently that dude. Benedict or whatever under John Paul was the main guy who was like taking care of all like the pedophile. Up. Yeah, he yeah. was like the well, he was like supposed to be the magistrate or whatever of that, and he would just cover shit up. He would just move them around and do all that. And they made that guy pope, you know. Yeah. And then so yeah, I feel like it's just what's up with that. It's like I guess power is just it corrupts you, but I think it's also because we're just fucking stupid monkeys. You know what I mean? Like we're just <laughs> yeah. like because it, it, it's. Um, it's such a it's by the way it's a weird thing like to have a position where like it's like you're not fucking kids but yeah. you're just like the pay, the pencil pusher for people who fuck kids right like that's got to yeah. be a weird it's, position yeah. to be in well, like where you're just like I'm just doing all the paperwork so uh, that these people there, can uh, continue to fuck keep kids. fucking kids could you guys come on you're making my job hard here it's like and an entire like, bureaucracy like that surrounds a boring bureaucracy yes. about ki- people fucking well kids. I hope well I wonder I guess they could make it more exciting and just be fucking kids <laughs> at work. They're actually fucking kids. You know, that's actually part of the job. One of the perks they of could. this job is that we get to fuck kids yeah. all the time. Well, I that was, um, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, I get high a lot, so I don't remember a lot of where I read stuff. But, like, I remember there was something about, um, there's a lot of uh, rings that are being uncovered, like child prostitution, or not prostitution, child rape rings, I guess, where they're, like, would take... Uh, kids from like Morocco and shit, and, and underprivileged kids, and ship them over and stuff like that. And um, to, wh- to where? To where? To to the Vatican, or no. like yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was actually under um, Benedict's watch. That that was like one of the things that came up. It was just Holy like shit. this. I have to look this, that up. I yeah. didn't. Even, I didn't realize. That. Oh yeah, there's a lot of paper on that guy. There's a lot of proof. So that's why I think he had to actually step down because there's so much proof on him. But um, but anyway, there's, I've heard it alleged that the Roman Catholic Church actually has been doing this for, like, a long time. Like, this is actually a big part of their, like, culture or something. Like, that is that it's just been part of it. And that it has some kind of strange connection to Rome. And back in, like, back in Rome, it was actually cool to fuck little boys. Like, that was actually yeah. part of the deal was, like, some older dude fucks you and teaches you how to be a dude or whatever. Right. It was like a teaches system you. of patronage. Yeah. And then it's just like, that's the how right oh, way. there's a mosquito your right on your, right yeah. uh, on your chest. Like, up, up, you got it. Yeah. There it goes. Yeah, I didn't. Just trying to stop you from getting bit. I'm, I've already gotten bit like 10 times. But, um, yeah. So like, you know, Romans and the Greeks, whatever, their whole thing was like, they would fuck boys. Like man love was not weird or homosexual, nor was, I guess, uh, being a pedophile but um but i think it was just boys i don't know anyway the whole thing is that like a patron would take you under his wing fuck you and then teach you how to fuck and fight and be a man or whatever and that's actually how you became Hmm. a dude back then i think it might also just be that there's you know whenever yeah dude 
Yeah. You tell them. Yeah. See, I told you. Uh, we can talk about dicks all we want. <laughs> Kids just going at it. Yeah. They were just. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about kid fucking. <laughs> kids. <laughs> These kids, kids nowadays, <laughs> boy. I mean, they are kind of hot. But uh, he was, you know, I can see what they were talking yeah. about. Hey, man. Yeah, I'd I'd push some paper over that kid. No. Uh, <laughs> no, that's terrible. No, we do not want to condone the raping of children. Just want to yeah. put that out there. Um, They're a little too old for me, actually. It's true. They I like about that age, like so still in the womb. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And so that they could choke you without you having to bend over too much. <laughs> <laughs> you like to be choked out of the vagina. Is that, is Lucy just pointed to a pregnant lady. Oh, that's a visual for you guys. Uh, yeah, I pointed to a pregnant I'm good lady at visual said, comedy on podcasts. I would like to be. I would like to one of those. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there was church. a pregnant tr- There was a pregnant woman, and I was saying that I would like to fuck her fetus. Yes, and then I was saying why? Because you that. want her fetus to choke you through her vagina. Yeah, let's just little hands. Explain it again. Fuck it. Let's just tell them one more time. What ha- no, so they don't kidding. usually. They don't usually come out hands first. They come out head first. So you would probably have to do almost like a. You, they would have to do like a backstroke. Well, onto my neck. Right, but no, it's not bad. It's because you could come out. Like uh, what you mean? Like diving, like a swan dive, like <laughs> coming out. Dive. Yeah, it's that's still not when you breached. know they want it when yeah. they come out of hands. Yeah, so yeah. you can't. It's kind of consensual, <laughs> that boy. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> say what you will about the letter of the law, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that those that, those messages are clear. That's not. Yeah. But uh, I think I think it might have something to do the Catholic Church thing. I think it might also have something to do with the fact that, uh, you know. Not every sect of Christianity demands that their holy men be celibate. Yeah. And and Catholics are, I think, pretty much the only ones. And when True. you demand that someone, that, like, a certain, like, community within your church be celibate, I feel like it's just kind of, it's just a, it's just a natural side effect that you're going to get all the people who are trying to repress their sexual urges. Yeah. I Whether feel it's that. Like, I understand that. And, and, you know, that might mean a guy who's... I don't know, the guy who's strictly Catholic but gay and not a pedophile. And it also might mean a guy who's a pedophile and, and knows he's fucked up and is, you know, on some level, consciously or subconsciously trying to repress it. And then, you know, you have to deal with kids all the time as a priest. So, and they're always flirting with you and, you know, being know. sassy. So. Seriously, and telling you their deepest, sec- darkest secrets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and a confession that. booth. Yeah, it's like, like, how are you not The dark to? and then kneeling in front of you. And it's just like, come on, <laughs> how, how can you, you how are you supposed to just... <laughs> There's God. all these candles in the cat. Like they're yeah. setting the Wax. mood for you. I know. You. For God's sake, the lighting. Ah, oh, it's perfect. The the robes. Yeah. Everybody you got a sexy naked guy on the cross. On the cross, Jesus is watching, and the whole thing's hot. Yeah. I, I get it. But why don't they? So, are, the celibate thing, though. Why don't they just bang chicks? Like, I mean, because yeah, I feel like you have to actually have a predilection towards little kids to want to fuck them, especially oh, yeah. little boys. It seems to be little. I don't think that's boys. something you like experiment with. Yeah, and I know? don't think it's like, man, I'm really horny, and the only thing I can get away with fucking <laughs> is these little boys. <laughs> right. So I better just fuck them. <laughs> I don't, th- I don't know if that actually it's, happens. Like, it's not a why not decision. Yeah. it's like it's been burning in you for since I mean, pubescence. I feel like you, yeah, probably yeah. Na- attracted to them, but like there is like gay for the stay, right? Gay for the stay, like in jail, the guys say they're just gay for the stay. That's you know true, I mean? yeah. So maybe they're <laughs> gay or pedophiles for a while or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, But no, nah, I don't know, man. It's pretty fucked up. Um, yeah. 
no argument there. It's yeah. really hard to come up with a <laughs> counter argument. For we have decided on this podcast that pedophiles are pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are no absolutes. I think as we intelligent can. people, we can both agree that it's hard. But that seems to like one of them. Like, yeah. like raping is raping. a child is not good. Is no, there's no good in that. No, raping no good a child is not. I there's mean, no e- real like. There's no backstory to that that can justify. It. Yeah, you know, because when <laughs> like he was a kid, yeah, <laughs> he, he was raped, and but that's why he should. Or but or even like a even forward murder, story. Like you can do like a revenge. You could do murder. Yeah, murder. you could do murder. Like where it's like you're defending the honor of like your fallen child or your fallen, uh, you know, right. loved one or something. But that's okay. And so like okay, if someone raped you or me or whatever like if you were uh, you were raped right you would you could murder them in revenge murder them that's we get that but if you raped them in revenge there'd be a lot of head scratching you think you think you think people would be like whoa that would be a little i think people would be like that was a little over the top well man you couldn't just killed him but then the victim might say like hey i'm kind of glad you raped me and didn't kill me i'm glad you didn't murder me i am actually glad that i didn't know that was the option but now that I know, I am glad that... You know what you should do, actually? This, uh-huh. is, I think, should be the protocol of revenge killings, which mm-hmm. aren't even supposed to happen anymore. But, right. But it, th- th- I think this should be the protocol, is that you send people, like, an eighth-grade style, like, check-the-box thing. Which would where you... It's like, oh. Would you like me to rape you it's or murder gr- you? Oh, rape in a box, murder. Or not sure. Or not sure. <laughs> or both. <laughs> yeah, both. Or both. Both in any order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be... Yeah. Yeah. Be, what, then we would be a truly civilized society, I think. Yeah. Then we would be like, okay, this is we've come, we've put a man on the moon, yeah. and now we send each other. Um, we have the freedom of choice of revenge killings. Yeah. Like whatever you choose. Yeah. Okay. Well, that took a dark turn, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's fine. No, I think it's fine. But uh, so, um, what? So how did you, what did you, when did you start comedy or when did you decide, what made you decide to do this um, like crazy person? I was like, uh, I did, I mean, I always liked it, definitely. I mean, going back to the movie thing, I mean, inappropriate okay. movies like right. also extended to watching Monty Python uh-huh. when I was like pretty small. Uh-huh. So that was a big thing. And then watching just Comedy Central. I think I the first time I actually saw like comedians like interacting as people and I was like this is pretty cool is is when I saw Tough Crowd. Oh, Tough Crowd. wow. Okay. And I was like I saw it when I was like again like way too young to be watching it but just didn't have a lot of parental supervision at the time. I was like I think I was like 13 when I started watching it Whoa. or something. And I was okay. like these people are and I remember thinking like these people are weird cuz like they were very different. They're all like middle-aged resentful yeah. Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like this 13 year old but i'm like I, I was like this is like just interesting that they're just sitting around insulting each other uh-huh. that's cool yeah and then um and i had always like watched stand-up like i started out just watching like shitty pretty like mediocre stand-up on like premium blend shows and stuff uh-huh. and i was like this looks just like a cool thing to do uh-huh. and i don't think it wasn't until i was like maybe like 17 that I thought maybe I'll try this and then I think like it took like two more years for me to like work up the guts to do an open mic Uh and I did my first open mic in the city at like a charity talent show where everybody was like too supportive like way Uh, too yeah (laughs) that's not bad yeah and um 
So how long have you been doing stand-up then? Uh, probably like, how long have I? Technically, like, I did it a few times between the ages of like 19 and 20. And, um, or actually, but really between the ages of like 19 and 23. Mm-hmm. I did it a few times just sporadically. Mm-hmm. And then so when I was 20. Was 30 years. 30 years. 30 been years I've been, been doing, doing stand-up comedy. Thir- S- no. Seriously for like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. That's very impressive then. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say you suck. <laughs> 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 well, you, you should quit. No, that's, you I, I thought quit. you'd definitely been doing it for a long time. Like, oh, thanks for a lot. Much longer. How long yeah, have you yeah. been doing it? Um, like three. It'll be my fourth like, I'll be going into year four at the end of the year, so oh, three cool. years. Yeah, yeah. Have you been doing it here all this time? Yeah, yeah. I started here. My my first open mic was, like, on New Year's Day of 2011 or whatever. And I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And I just went and did it. Yeah. And, um, and then I've just been miking That's since cool. then. Yeah. But I've been, um, like, I've acted when I was younger. You know, I used to be in a drama nerd and speech Oh, nerd. me too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, used to do like musicals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was in this play, the play, the school plays and whatnot. And then we had like speech and debate at our school, so there's like all these um, or forensics as we would call it. But there's like all these like events that you could participate in. So I was always into humorous interpretation, which is like you take um, you take a ten minute cutting of a play or anything published and you perform like all the parts and shit and like <laughs> you did. Humorous interpretation. Yes, it is called humorous. There's dramatic interpretation, di, and humorous interpretation, hi. Just imagine, like, if you got up at an open mic and said, I'm going to do a humorous interpretation. Allow me to do my humorous interp for you. It's actually training for open mics. It's basically just like open mics. Because it's like um, everybody in the room is your competitor, essentially. And, like, people just stonewall you all the time. You know, and it's just like, and you're not trying new things or whatever. But, um, I mean, it's different because there's judges and they judge you and they rank you in the room (laughs) and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's how you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are judged by judges that are from like the community like adults in the community or, or people who used to do speech or whatever but like like what you, kind of people just fucking random people like random obviously not too many parents or teachers because of the conflict of interest so they just right. like recruit randos and like you know that, yeah it did uh, <laughs> so that was like a school program where like it was they like just a district it's like a nationwide program it's a national there's a national forensics league called the nfl <laughs> i don't know why they won't change it but they're not budging so the nfl is like a national forensically and you enter these speech competitions and then you get points based on the rankings you get or whatever and then you get like points and shit and you're like it's like a whole nerd i mean that kind of that like makes sense to me for like science or but it's like how did they rank your like what kind of humorous interpretations would you do like what would you um oh well my first one of the first ones i did really well and was a cut it was a good morning vietnam basically i just did like cut it like i just basically did like the maybe like the t- first two monologues of in good morning vietnam when adrian cronauer oh. does like the shit like you know like does all oh the shit. so it was an and acting like, thing yeah yeah it was essentially like acting but you couldn't move like around you couldn't walk around you actually actually just stay like in oh. a very restricted area and then i'd have to like every character i have to play different like say do a voice and do like whatever for every different character and have a narrator or whatever you know or whatever like you'd have to like put together right. some routine essentially that's like 
an interpretation of a published thing. See, I was imagining it like it would be like kind of like a, like a snooty intellectual thing where you would just be like, like give me a humorous interpretation of like the conflict in Taiwan. Oh, I see. No, no. Mm. That. Um, there was something like that, but it didn't have to be funny. There, and then like the highest ranking would be like top drawer. That would be top drawer. They would give you a top drawer. Like literally? If it were a really good humorous interpretation. Oh, right. Yes. I was just thinking of like sophisticated. Oh, ways yes. And then we'd all drink whiskey and snifters. Yeah. Or brandy. No, you don't drink whiskey and snifters. See, I'm not classless. I don't have, <laughs> I don't, not a classy, but I did uh, do speech. <laughs> and it was, yeah. So basically it was like the performative thing and the competition thing or whatever, you know, and like. Yeah. Um, a lot of drugs, a lot of drugs, <laughs> a lot of drugs. <laughs> a lot of drugs. Weird, weird. But uh, you never think it. But like, what's the same drama kids? It was like the same kids. Yeah. It's like the drama kids were all fucked up and weird. You could go onto the speech tournaments and you could like go away from home for like a weekend, you know, a weekend or whatever to go compete. Right. But it just really meant you could hang out in a hotel with all these other fucking do kids drugs, remember, yeah. do drugs and have sex and do all sorts of crazy things and fucking whatever and then hmm. we'd have to like compete you have to like wear nice clothes and suits and shit yeah. <laughs> and you have to wear nice clothes um but anyway i don't know why yeah, i remember start... going on like a model un trip in oh, college right. and it was basically like just but it's you debauchery. got drunk and like grinded with people from yeah. other countries and oh wow you, you actually had people from other countries at your mock un oh yeah no. yeah oh what where did you go to school we did i went to suny new Paltz. oh okay uh oh you're talking about college college yeah. okay i thought you meant like in high school or no not in high school i like think there was a model un in high school that went to places but i don't i don't think they met people from other countries uh-huh um that kind of seems like a bigger waste of, i i did student congress which is also equally ridiculous in concept congress. and yeah yeah where it'd be like be it resolved and blah blah, blah and then you go up you know like talking about it it's so dumb yeah it sounds like yeah, such so conditioning like, now like it sounds like such conditioning to like a bullshit lawyers like it's basically a lot of lawyers and training when i yeah yeah when i um i had jury duty or whatever and i was watching it went through trial and everything and i was watching the lawyers and i was like oh shit this is what it's <laughs> basically what it is it's like speed it's debate also we like we did debate yeah we had the legal pads and shit it's like yeah training you to be a little like um well okay to be fair, I think public speaking, you know, it's like a huge fear of people and it's great for kids to be encouraged to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, I think there, but there is a certain amount of like becoming uh, like a lawyer or advocates or becoming, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't know. It's not like Catholic Church where they're raping you or anything. <laughs> no one, didn't get raped like by anybody. <laughs> yeah, not like no one raped me um, in forensics. Anyway, uh, huh? but you—you uh, you did Good Morning Vietnam, so you must have been. Were you like a big? You were a big Robin Williams guy. Probably. You didn't see my blog post about it. I did. No, you I'm did, just kidding. You did <laughs> no, I, no, I'm kidding. My uh, <laughs> that's I don't, is that terrible? No, dude. I think <laughs> no. I love fucking Robin Williams. I just you know what I don't like is yes, I was torn up about it, but the dude was sad. Yeah. Or whatever, man. Like he had, he that was it was his choice. You know, I feel like that's, I can't judge, or dude, and that's cool. But I was just, I don't know why. This is sometimes why I think like maybe I'm misanthropic or something. But like everybody, there's all these huge outpourings of right. grief and the pictures and the huge yeah. paragraphs on Facebook and whatever. And I was just like, 
It all feels like you're trying to be a part of it. Like, it all feels like, yeah. why do you have to try and be a part of this? Like, and, and I get that, like, I mean, our Facebook feeds are mostly comics, so it's a little right. bit better. Right, 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 right. Because it's like, okay, all those people probably were genuinely attached to him in some sure. way. But it still feels like that. Well, it's still kind of like, it's the, whatever, the zeitgeist. It's like what everybody's doing. And yeah, so yeah. yeah. But it's like, because at the same time, all this other shit is going on. Like, so Robin Williams dies, and it's everywhere, and then that kid shot at the same right. time. Michael Brown, nobody has any idea what he looks like, right? right? Now people are starting to talk about him more or whatever. But still, it's like, it's there's, um, it's a weird, yeah, like... Yeah, now the, na- the National Guard is going in, now that it's becoming like a... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now the, you know, and it, it's, well, and it's also kind of like the, maybe... Maybe that's what he's depressed about. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> just, look, it is depressing. The he's Gaza, not. he was like, ah, the Gaza, it's going to never end. Um, yeah. Like, no, no, okay. I don't know. It's hard to articulate because I feel saying, like. What are you saying, Rogan? What like, are you trying to say? Are you trying everyone. to say Robin Fall, Williams you know what? was an asshole? <laughs> piece of shit. And that he deserved to die? And he shot, is that what you're he saying? shot that kid. I think he shot that <laughs> kid. That's what I, Robin Williams was that cop, and that's why he mysteriously died. Uh, yeah. No, they didn't ID him. Um, yeah. No, it, it has something to do with, like, well, first of all, I think it's really absurd when somebody dies and everybody's like, oh, so-and-so. Are you uncomfortable, by the way? Should we, do you want to? No, I'm okay. not. I just, I'm I fidget as a rule. Oh, okay. Like, it's all just, right. it's my I'm natural okay. state. Um, so right. I feel like, like, somebody dies and everybody's like, oh, the person died. And everybody's like, oh, which is, like, normal, natural. But when it's a celebrity or someone, it's even more, it's almost like the reaction is. That was a plane. No, I think that was a motorcycle, but yeah. Or it was a motorcycle? Or a plane landing on East Broadway, <laughs> which is fine, totally possible. Yeah. Um, probably motorcycle it's like the reaction is not proportionate to i'm a lady sorry oh no <laughs> they're all engines no. yes they are is that they're oh because you're a they're woman all, they're all vroom vrooms they are all vroom they're vrooms. all vroom vrooms right to me. and to me yeah i'm not a lady but i just don't know anything <laughs> about engines there's plenty of ladies who know shit about engines that's they're true. really hot that's true i mean not I like mean, physically i just mean i like i always liked it's hot when a girl knows something about like a the yeah Makeup of something. I like um, women who can drive stick shift. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I like, you know, I like. You like guys who could drive stick shift? My boyfriend drives oh, stick shift. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. It was why. a big thing. Yeah, I don't know why. Because it's a phallic. It's fucking, it's a phallic is it phallic? Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? So That's I'm like. So I like oh, the idea of my boyfriend jerking off a cock. As oh, really well, my girlfriend who could. Yours is a little more well, straightforward. No, my current one can't drive stick, but my previous one did, but she turned out to be a lesbian. So I don't know if that may have hmm. the corollary is she was just imagining a big clit it's the same thing oh yeah she was just or she was like trying a giant to clit just a giant destroy all penises everywhere yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was really her intention of trying like, to strangle the life again. out of it never again will i touch a penis all right uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had problems we had issue the whole she okay well now i gotta talk because what? oh my girlfriend Back who was a lesbian. Yeah, no, no, it's not really bad. Like I don't really. Well, I guess being a lesbian, was she like? She didn't. She wasn't out. She didn't know. Did she like yell at us? She was going out the door like, and I'm a fucking lesbian. No, or? she like emailed me it like a year after we broke up. So we had we we were together like a while because she wasn't like such a lesbian. We wouldn't have sex or anything. But it was like <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she was also a virgin she and she didn't. This is what she lesbian. did. She was a virgin, and oh, she didn't tell me. Okay. When we first fucked. So we That's fucked. That's not cool. It's not cool. 
However, okay, now to her, okay, we had this whole thing where she was like, you never asked, or blah, blah, blah. She, we were fucking, she was 24, and I was like 25 or 6 or something. You know, it was like we were in our mid-20s, yeah. and she told me, she had, you used to be on birth control. She had, was on the pill. She used to be on the pill in college, right? And then, But she didn't react well to it. She was out. So then I didn't ask her if she was a virgin because I figured, oh, you're af- it's after college. You were on the pill in college. You probably had sex. Right. Like, you probably fucked some dude. Like, I'm not going to be like are you a virgin? Like, I feel like that's like something you don't, like, I feel like if you're a virgin, you should tell somebody. Yeah, it's something. No one will assume you're one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, unless you act that weird, but like, usually it's like part of the virgin thing to be like, I'm a virgin. I don't know if this is the right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is that she was, so she was raised by two psychologists. So she was always up about like, and I was like much more like kind of repressed and, and dealing with my shit back then. So she'd always be like, telling me like you got to be more upfront about your feelings and you got to be more honest and you got to yeah. be more she like took me to therapy or made us go to couples therapy and shit we went through all this shit like the day after we had sex for the first time she broke up with me and then but didn't tell me why Wait, so you you were going to couples therapy before you even no 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 this is after this is like say a I was kind of skipping around in the relationship just oh, to okay. kind of show awesome. where I got pissed off, like why I kind of like yeah, yeah. was a bit pissed. I don't, I don't have actually any ill will toward How her now. How long were you like, going out that you went to couples therapy? A couple years. A couple like, years. It, it got, yeah, yeah. It was like, so we didn't have sex until like a couple, four months, four months into it. We were messing around and stuff. But see, at the time though, see, I was like, I'd just gotten off of sort of stretch of just dating and fucking randomly. So at that time, it was like, oh, I thought she was like, oh, she's really smart. She's like not, right. <laughs> not giving it. And I respected that about her and all that stuff. And so, like, we fucked. The next day, she broke up with me. And there's this whole fucking retarded ordeal of, like, she read a letter out and read it to me and shit. And, like, you know, there's the whole thing. Got back together. And then, like, this would be this periodic thing of us fucking um, fighting breaking up getting back together whatever so it turned out she was like oh i'm a virgin and she was like because i was like she asked me when i lost my virginity one day and then i was like when did you lose your virginity and she was like that time the first time we had sex and i was like what i was like what are you fucking serious like we I, we went through all that fucking shit where you broke up with me and then it all made sense i was like oh no wonder you were all weird like yeah. no wonder you were all weird so anyway relationship continues because i'm stupid and um Eventually we break up because it's like we were just it was always just sex problems. It was just like sex. It was weird. It was just like I would want to have sex and then she would or wouldn't. But then she'd always say that like I was not doing shit right. She's like, oh, you're not gentle enough. or You're not this enough. You're not that. And I was like, wait, really? Like I like this is the first time I've had (laughs) I'm pretty courteous. Like this is the first time I've had any issue like whatever. But but like we broke like I broke up with her because I was like I just I wasn't happy. And then. A year or so later, she's like, she emails me and she's like, hey, I just moved into your neighborhood. Like, I moved, like, not too far away. And don't be surprised because I moved in. You might see me with my girlfriend. And that was it. Oh. And that was it. And that was all she said. And then I was like. So she was like, but wait, how long was this after you broke up? Maybe like a year. Yeah. To me, that's like almost. I mean, not that she. She could be a lesbian. But. No, she definitely is one now. I mean, she married her. Married oh, the, oh, she married yeah, the girl. She married oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. Strangely, the girl is Asian. Like, she was Jewish. Yeah. Uh, and maybe she just had an Asian fetish. All you had to do was wear a wig, dude. Yeah, and get uh, 
what I'm going to get my dick chopped off, I guess. I mean, <laughs> she didn't like dicks. She didn't like dicks. That was clear. Clear. Very clear no, in retrospect. Flashlight over your... Oh, and then she'd be into that. Well, but she also wanted, like... When I think about... See, the thing that made me mad is, like, we had all these fights about shit, about our relationship. And when yeah, I look back... Good. To I, me, like, see... Okay, the thing that makes me... That's really weird to me that sticks out from this whole thing is that, like, you were going out for two years and you went to a couple's therapist. Yeah. If I were a couple's therapist... Like, if I were... I feel like therapy is getting so opportunistic. Like, if I were a couple's therapist and, like, two people who were dating came to me and they were like... They were like, we're having trouble. We want to get couples. I would be like, this is like your couples therapy. Just break up. Because you've been dating for two years. I would do that too. Yeah, I would do that too. If I was that. But the fucking thing was now in retrospect, that that therapist we went to was like her, her kind of her therapist or a family friend or whatever. It's like all stacked against me. It was all stacked against me. It was like, and the thing is I was like really naive and I was like, well, I guess she knows better because like she grew up with therapists and shit and she was like, I was all about like getting better because like i my childhood's all fucked up and shit so i was all about like okay we're gonna like face these issues and blah 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 you know Mm. but then it just ended up being like she was actually repressing her issues and pushing them projecting them onto me and then telling them that like i was the one who is fucked up yeah psychoanalyzing yeah yeah what her parents did with each other yeah yeah and the whole time she just wanted to eat pussy yep that's all it really was yeah. That's all I, it's it's just as simple as that. Dude, we could have, it would have just been like, oh, cool. Okay. Well, I'll just, I but should you know, move on. But I, 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 I did a, I had a similar situation with a therapist, not with like a boyfriend or anything, yeah, yeah. but I, I went to a therapist who was a friend of my father's. Whoa. Like when I was having, I was having like, uh, issues like, uh, yeah, it's like, he actually diagnosed me correctly, and uh, <laughs> it's okay, actually he's a, yeah. he's a he he just happened to be actually pretty well versed in what I was dealing with, which was cool. But it's it's never a good idea. Like oh, yeah. even when they're an expert, it's never a good idea because like basically halfway through, I was like, you know, look, this guy's a therapist. I'm just gonna t- put everything on the table so that he just knows what he's dealing with. And you know, and you know, I'm a shit with my dad surprise surprise (laughs) which which has actually gotten much better now because he's went to great lengths to reform himself after a huge event in my family's history 9-11 he actually (laughs) (laughs) 9-11 after (laughs) 9-11 yeah after uh our cousin did 9-11 he was whoa yeah wow okay did 9-11 so then blamed arabs for it yeah masterful yeah kudos to him yeah right so then your dad got back. No, no, but no, did but this shit get back to your dad are you saying that no, no, the, no, no. Uh, none of it i don't okay I, actually kind of it did i mean i think he actually broke my dad's a good person who went through a, a really dark time and was not a great father when i was a small child and uh-huh. now he's a pretty awesome father to uh-huh. me as an adult uh-huh, uh-huh. and that's kind of how it's come that's the summary of it like full circle but um there you have it but what was that? Now? I just said, there you have it. There you have it. There you have it. Okay. Um, and, but during that, uh, but obviously I still got fucked up by it on some level. So I went yeah. to this therapist. He's a friend of my dad. And then he was basically like, he was hearing the details of my childhood and got all freaked out and stuff. And like, and he was just like, well, I'm friends with your dad. And he basically, he just, this very educated dude who's great at what he did it was still like too much for him to like hear 
about mm-hmm. like his friend in this kind of removed capacity. Like it's just it's never it's, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, it's never a good idea it's to have never the personal a good idea. at all in any way, even if it's like slightly removed. Any per yeah, any person who's remotely related to you or related to the person who you're dealing with is like not right cool. Yeah. Because it, it just ends up being like it ends up affecting them personally. I feel like a lot of therapists are actually pretty like sensitive people emotionally, yeah. which is probably why they got into it in the first place. Yeah. And so uh, it just it just fucks with them. Yeah. I also read some weird or an interesting statistic, something like 43% of male therapists end up fucking their, their patients. <laughs> their female patients. Because yeah. <laughs> you get real close, you know, and you're you just get like, get, can I get lonely. And you could, yeah. you, could, you could help her. Yeah. You could help her. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting is not so much women, which I wonder, is that just, is that, is that just, I guess you don't, maybe that's like not attractive. It's like a man coming in to see a therapist. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some percentage of women who end up fucking their patients, but... I'm sure there I, is some percentage, but I'm sure it's... Yeah, I'm sure it is less because it's just... It's I le- don't think that's something that most women get It's less hot. On by. Yeah, it's not very hot. It's like... Uh, is a guy being like... like my mom. Off the bat vulnerable with you. Yeah. And then you're like... Ugh. You want to... You want to... I feel like most... If they're anything like me, at least, like, they just like to... They like to get a guy vulnerable. Like, they like to catch a guy vulnerable, uh-huh. like, after knowing them as kind of a right. put-together person. Right, right. They like to have that as, like, a thing behind the curtain, almost. And then that they know... Oh, he's vulnerable sometimes. Ha- but you don't want They the don't want out of the gate, yeah. like, oh, my dad, And then my- you're like, wah, wah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's just, it's weird. Well, yeah. I found that women are way more ruthless when it came to uh, masculinity sometimes, or just being, like... Uh, not being a bitch or like not being uh i mean men, or, men yeah guys are because they they it's like a self-correcting mechanism of like being tough or whatever and not crying and not being bad but they're like but the most i feel like vicious assaults on my manhood or just like why don't you be a man or anything have always been from women yeah. like there's like nothing is more disgusting i feel like to a woman than a man who's like being uh either indecisive or weak or like you know what i mean like just sort of not being I don't know why it's that like actually, I feel like that doesn't bother me it doesn't bother you that doesn't bother me if I'm in a relationship with a guy and he uh-huh. cries that's almost like a but what if he's like always like oh me. I don't care whatever you want well does anybody really want that like does anybody want that lack of a challenge Some, do think, guys want that not all guys but there are certainly I think they're both men and women who do want that who do I want think, a yeah. lackey or some kind of yes person? You know what Assholes I mean? Assholes like of all genders and yeah. denominations and yeah, races yeah, yeah. want control somebody freaks or whatever. Who they're in control of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some guys and girls are really into being the submissive in that relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's true. Do whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, like. Uh, but I guess like. But there are certain women. But the women who are not into that, when they encounter a man like that, I feel like they are. Um, more disgusted by it than <laughs> a man. They're, like if I, because I am actually put off by dudes who are like, you know, dudes who are like, I can't, and I'm like, oh come on, man. Like you know, I feel. But since there's no sexual thing or like I, the even possibility of a relationship, it's like, it's like the stakes are real low for me. I'm just like that. Ah, that's just some dude who's weak. But like, I feel yeah. like if I was a, a a woman who's looking or just whatever, just like. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, right. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the, there's, like, a lot of the gender shit is, like, reinforced by the opposite sex, too. Like, a lot of oh, that yeah. stuff is, like, completely... Because um, it's sort of, like, it's, like, the old premise or 
you know, there's like jokes about how like a woman can destroy a man's soul. You know, a guy will uh-huh. punch you, but a woman will just like right. basically get into your dreams and like never leave your psyche forever. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. the difference between, you know, men and women. Yeah. I think that it also, I mean, it's just like a girl. Yeah. I, I mean, a girl crying is just kind of more acceptable yeah. in general. I mean, it's, that's true. <laughs> that would be hilarious but if I found that disgusting. Ugh. <laughs> if ugh. I was just like, ugh. Crying, yeah. Any show of emotion uh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. I usually cry. If I'm, if I'm in an argument, like with the boyfriend and it reaches a certain level, even if it's not an awful argument, if it just, if it just re- reaches a certain peak, uh-huh. it's you like audio crying. peaking or something. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll start crying, oh. but it's not cause I don't want, I don't want to argue anymore. It's like, I'll just, that's just my way that's of your emotional response. Yeah. That's me raising my voice basically. Wow. is me crying. Like okay. that's just me like, but, but I'll keep going. Right. Like I'll keep, just go- keep fighting. Like, please crying? keep going. Like, please okay. come at, keep coming at me. But I'm just, I'm just, this is my way of, of uh, screaming at you. Oh, okay. It's just, I'm crying. Yeah. You don't, are you screaming while crying though? Or is it just crying and you're still just trying to I'll talk? do a combo every you're once a in a while. Sure. Cry. Yeah, a little scream cry. A little bit of both. <laughs> I'll do a little just combo. Whatever the sure. spirit, however the spirit moves you. Yeah. You just do a little, ah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm definitely a crier. I'm, de- I'm a crier. I'm a crier and a yeller. Most of my boyfriends have not been criers but they'll like break it out <laughs> they'll, they'll break it out at like just the right moment oh yeah a few of them have just no, you gotta know out. as yeah. a dude you gotta know when to you gotta have that little emergency breaking case <laughs> of emergency cry right you just you know like you just uh yeah you gotta pull it in the right you can't do it all the time because no nobody likes that but yeah. yeah once in a while it's when you're it can uh, be your golden. back's against the wall your back's against the wall man she's got she got you on all sides she's <laughs> like she's right what do i do like you just start crying and then yeah. you just hope for the sympathy you just I, play the sympathy card at that point it's you know? true a like, crying man in some respects can be more when used correctly a crying man can be more powerful than a crying woman yeah because it's just it's unexpected yeah or and you just want it to stop you just yeah. want you'll, oh God, I'll, no, I'll say anything to that's, make it stop that's actually like at my job we uh got acquired or whatever bought out and um the CEO of the company announced it to us and like he was like okay everybody so yeah you know we really thought long and hard about it but this is what we thought would be best for the shareholders or whatever and you know I just want you to guys know that I really fought for you guys and I, and you like kind of like almost started breaking down and crying in front of the whole company and yeah. like that was the moment everybody in the company knew that they were fucked <laughs> they were like oh god they were uh, like oh man you couldn't hold it together you know and they're yeah. like we even like joked about it later like oh dude you couldn't just because that's like you know because he's kind of giving us like this pep talk of like you know we had a good run but you know you do. basically you're all gonna lose your jobs is like what he you know is trying to do is trying to tell us but yeah. you can't start crying you know and he's like like in his 60s you know uh, like a distinguished White-haired, older dude, uh, with the beard, and all that. Like you, like you never would see this guy cry ever. And then he just. What like, kind uh, of was it? Like a few tears dripping, or was it? I mean, it was like a a sob, like you know, one of those uncontrollable uh, sobs. Yeah, and, oh, then it it sob? yeah, like, oh, and then he had to hold it together. Yeah, it was like a. And then he had to hold it together. So that there was like a good thirty seconds of silence where we we're all oh, just like, oh that's shit, is he gonna just start bawling? When like, when a man cries with his body, yeah, that is the absolute worst. Yes. Like that Harrison Ford yeah. cry when his family <laughs> just got murdered or whatever, and he's like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> and he just stares. My family. Mm. Yeah, it's just like this I, strange mixture of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, men, old men crying. That's no. <laughs> old <laughs> I guess, men. Crying. I guess anybody crying is sad. I mean, there's no real. I can't really think. I guess maybe Hitler. 
Hitler crying could be calming to some people. But to most people, I feel like <laughs> crying is just distressful. <laughs> See, anybody cry just doesn't make you feel good, you know? Yeah, seeing anybody like, cry, yeah, there's definitely, like, some kind of evolutionary thing that it kicks in. But, but... With girls, it's almost like you see a girl crying and it's almost like it, it, it upsets me to see a girl crying on the street or something. But I also feel like that could be she lost her change purse. You know? right. <laughs> she could be like, crying over get anything. Over it. Yeah. Right. It's like that's just her. That's a girl's what the fuck, man. That's like uh, that's a girl's. What it the makes fuck? sense. Yeah. Like it just the way that guys do frat guys do that. You got a get anger, girl. anger. Do you think it's we'll instead just, of anger because maybe guys well see the whole thing with guys is we're made to repress our feelings so maybe if we weren't uh, oh that's bullshit though you don't repress your feelings they just come out in violence well that's because that's like (laughs) it's been like sort of forced into only acceptable channel like violence is one acceptable channel yeah anger is another one but like but crying definitely is not like if you cry a lot you it's terrible for you if you're a boy you're a little boy and you're like eight and you just start crying because maybe your stepmom left your dad and you thought she was your right. real mom because they lied to you, but they didn't tell you. And then you found out that your real mom actually left when you were little. And you cry all the time <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> uh, you know, that was a really, great fiction you just... Yeah, just something I riff, riff just on the top of my... Riffed, and then one day you step on some dog shit and you just start crying uncontrollably. And then you're right. like, why me? Why does this always happen to me? Like, people don't take kindly to that. And they t- send you to therapy and then they That's try true. to figure out, why does he keep crying? It's almost like... I, I had two older brothers growing up. Mm. And, like... And they didn't... I don't think they generally cried, but they were definitely like a big thing when there are boys in the house is that there are just always holes being in the walls just being repaired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there's always the house is just in a constant state of repair because there are just always holes being punched in walls. But everybody just accepts it. Like this is just a thing that boys do and you just plaster up the wall and it gets fixed. But if they cry, it's like, oh, my God, like something's wrong with that kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It just it just teaches. It's just the wrong reinforcement of certain like if we encourage girls to punch holes into walls you know then and guys to cry you know you just might have i think it would be war would be different there would still be a lot of war yeah it would just be a lot more damaging psychologically there would just be a lot of used maxi pads on the on the field of battle on the field of battle yeah <laughs> the field of <laughs> that's the only <laughs> that, thing is that, that would the be only different. thing that'd be different just all the litter all yeah. the feminine hygiene litter yeah yeah still violent uh, Probably worse for the environment. So you know what? Maybe it is good that guys. Yeah, maybe it's worse. better that guys. It's <laughs> 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 a great. Yeah, it is. A, yeah. But you know, it happens. It's just maybe one percent better. Well, I don't know. Do you think yeah. it would be better if women ruled the world? Like, if we just changed everything and oh, flipped everything around, do you think it know. would be any better? Or do you think? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that there's always going to be. The thing is, whenever any group wants more power. Even as just as it is, like an oppressed minority, like think about the most just scenario where somebody wants more power, like where like everybody agrees that certain groups in this country are oppressed and that they should have more agency and, you know, that the imbalance of power is unfair. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anybody on like a primal level the flip side of it is that I don't think anybody on a primal level really wants 
equal power to everyone else. Everybody wants like a little bit more. Right. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants women would want if things if all things were equal, which they're not, and I don't think things are equal between men and women. I think women have less agency than men pound for pound. But if things were if we ever got to that theoretical place where things were just even women not because they're women but because they're people we would want like a little bit more right <laughs> like a li- just a little bit and that's actually reflected in reality yeah. it's like 53 percent women like women actually yeah. are the majority they yeah, are they are, are yeah. a little bit more and because men die earlier and whatever you know it's like so yeah. um so well there you go then then they'll you know you shall have it <laughs> i guess one day if women, every one woman yeah i think like anytime you have any kind of power yeah. structure ladies go to your taekwondo not. lessons yeah take self-defense we're gonna take you yeah i used to actually think that maybe there was a matriarchy in place and that the the what we know as the patriarchy now came from some kind of upheaval some kind of like you know like because i've uh, i've read uh, i've read books but i've read like uh, about how like you know the earth mother was like the main deity like used to be like god whenever you talk about god it actually used to be the concept of the mother of the earth or whatever like and then um these uh, sky god different cultures around the world had like these sort of sky god cults a lot of them were like nomadic peoples that would come and conquer agricultural people hmm. and sort of would impose their uh their religion onto these people so like the earth goddess or whatever became the sky god this sort of like sky male patriarchal god figure that somehow created everything out of like huh. will, his will so like because I think it's more intuitive to think of a a deity who gave birth to everything, like you see in nature. You know what I mean? Like you kind of like, you know, God's actually like, you know, it's like the mother who gave birth to all of us. And then these dudes came and they're like, no, no, God is actually a dude who just used his mind to <laughs> like right. will you into existence. You know, like it's, it seems like kind of a tall tale. So I, I, um, so I wonder if there's like some other shift in the future where it will like either – if I can figure something else out or it'll go, you know, I don't know. Eventually we'll have a, a reckoning a hermaphroditic God and everything oh, yeah. will be equal. Yeah. That that's actually, that's the, like if we're God. looking at like this social ideal <clears throat> of like complete equality represented, that's reflected in religion and everything. Yeah. You'd have a God with a mangina. Like, or like a, a Thai lady boy. Yeah. Something like that. Some, that would be God. That yeah. would be God probably is one. Yeah. yeah. If there, if God is, we can presume to say that God is a human, then most likely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God is a Thai lady boy. So you got of all the features. The Thai lady. Thai lady boy. Wait, you know wh- what a Thai lady boy is? Why Thai lady? Why Thai? Oh, that's just just because they are most like mo- like associ- lady boys are associated with the Thai uh, sex sort of culture or whatever i guess in thailand yeah they have a lady boy yeah they assign like three genders so there's like men women and then like people who want to be other like trans basically oh so they actually recognize yeah yeah and they're usually men who get most of the surgery to become almost women but they still keep their penises usually and they're lady boys so they're like they dress as women they're transvestite you know they usually get like boob jobs and shit and like they oh they'll get boob jobs yeah yeah so they kind of look like women you know and then they're like you know like little uh asian boys who look like girls essentially yeah except it's like if you're an if you're into dudes who look like chicks but have dicks, 
then that's for you. Yeah. Nice. Like Asian, and you got an Asian thing too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Very specific, I feel, but. But a market. So in Thailand, they call them Thai lady boys? No, no. In Thailand, they're just called lady boys. <laughs> just called I wanted to distinguish them from, I guess, United other States. lady boys. We call them, them Thai lady boys. Yeah. No, one ca- I call them Thai lady. I just <laughs> wanted to <laughs> say Thai lady boys. I don't know why. Oh, um, I thought that you were just like, I thought this was like part of a subculture on Reddit or something that no, I was no. like not aware of. No, no, no. It's a subculture I, in Thailand. Uh, uh, lady boys. That's... <laughs> 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 So just be uh, on the lookout for that and our representation of God, according to us. Um, So, Lucy, how can people find you on the internets and stuff? Like, what can where can they go? Well, you can find me on the tweetsies, as I like to call. Boom! Find her on tweetsies. The the twitters. What's your handle? What's your Twitter? Twitter is is the Steinbag. It's T H E S T E I N. B-A-G. The Steinbag. That's how you know you have a shitty Twitter name is when even you can't, like, remember. It's so hard to... Marketing is hard. Uh, It is hard. Promoting the Steinbag. Okay, follow her on Twitter. Yeah. At the Steinbag. And anywhere else? Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. You Thank website? you for having me. This is fun. Do you have any? I don't know when this is gonna come out, but is there? You have a show. You have a show. Oh yeah, at I have. Lounge. It's, it's called the Giant Toddler Show. It's at uh, Revision Lounge on, uh, like. It, on Avenue B, it's like the second Wednesday of every month. You should come if you're listening to this. Yeah, um, my aunt. She yeah. might fly out here. Look, it, yeah, so revision <laughs> lounge. <Rogan's aunt. laughs> so revision lounge. I'm glad you support him. He's very. He's a good comic. If someone did, Rogan's oh, thank aunt. you. Well, so I. She's the reason I'm not dead. Probably so. There you go. Um, mm, good. Uh, maybe I am. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I. <laughs> maybe this is all the fever dream of a dying person regretting suicide. I don't know. But no, no, no. Come on. We've invented all this technology was invented. This would be a boring fever dream. This would be a bad argument your subconscious was making for a living is like doing a <laughs> podcast. Later on, you're going to do a podcast <laughs> with Lucy <laughs> Steiner. You don't understand? You could go on to cure cancer or something. You could go on to do something. And then I'd be like, oh, maybe I helped. I don't know how that would work. But anyway, yeah. follow Lucy on Twitter. Yeah. At the same bag. Look at look her up. Um, Revision Lounge, Giant Toddler Comedy. You can find that on Facebook. Like the you could type probably type in Giant yeah, Toddler Comedy. Yeah, you could do Giant Toddler Comedy. In it's Facebook like, you know, or on Google. It's just a few strokes of the keyboard. Yeah. Don't be a fucking douchebag. Type yeah. it in. Look it up. Second Wednesday of every month. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was convincing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. seems to know when it is. I think yeah, that's, that's cool. when it is too. That's yeah. Okay. And uh, all right. So I, you know. Thought we'd wrap it up. It's all dark. We're in the park. Yeah, this is dark. getting dangerous, so we should probably go. The kids have. Uh, actually, there's a couple kids still here. Could still, in case you want to get choked. We yeah. Find a, <laughs> find a couple <laughs> kids who might be willing to choke you. That's true. So is that but they'd be a little bit bigger than these ones. I know. Like you might have to stand on the bench and then simulate oh, those or kids. do so, or they'd stand on them. Those, yeah. Yeah. Those hot, choking little kids. All right. Um, so, <laughs> okay, great. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for uh, coming on. Yeah, and, thank you. Um, all right, guys. Bye. 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 Okay, well, that was my interview with Lucy Steiner. Um, 
interview seems so formal, right? I mean, that is what I'm doing. I am kind of interviewing people, but not for any real reason, not like for a job or anything. It's kind of more like a conversation. Though maybe I do think I do have to brush up on my interview slash conversation skills. Um, maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm too narcissistic. Is it, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm just being hard on myself. I, why not? Right? Why not? Why use this space to be uh, positive and talk about the good things? The good things, like, well, Lucy Steiner, as you can tell, she's a very funny person. Follower at the Steinbag on Twitter, and uh, she has a comedy show, like we just said. She's a movie buff. She watches The Exorcist like once a year, which is rare nowadays. A lot of people, I think, would say that The Exorcist is uh, dated or doesn't hold up or is boring, uh, especially if you're used to modern horror, you know, more shock horror and stuff like that, gore horror. Uh, the Exorcist is not that. It's a little bit like your creepy uncle from the 70s uh, explaining a story that kind of leaves you unsettled. But uh, I highly recommend it. Go see The Exorcist, uh, the original version. I think the new release is okay, but I feel like the, the first version is a little tighter as a movie. That's neither here nor there. Who am I to criticize William Friedkin great director anyway so there you go uh that was Rojan Kimcast episode number seven with Lucy Steiner all right guys thanks for listening and I'll see you next time and the sky was made of amethyst and all the stars are just like little fish You should learn when to 